Manimal here. It's Monday, July 10th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to talk about the downtick that the Rangers have been on going into the All-Star break, what they need to do to fix it, how the draft went for the Rangers last night. We've got some box scores. We've got the preview of tonight's home run derby. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily. By a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And I want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. You can follow me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. And don't forget to check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. And joining me, the 300 pound manual, AKA Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on socials? I'm doing pretty good. It was a, it's been a mess lately, baseball wise. But mm. uh, last night, I just sat back and watched the draft and enjoyed that. And well, I got through most of round two. Um, mm. But, but it was, it, when the Rangers don't pick, I mean, it's hard to just sit here and watch other teams bring in new prospects and stuff. You know, it's tough. It's tough to, oh, I wanted that guy. You know? No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. It, it wasn't anything like that. Uh, but the, the Rangers did get a get a good one. But we'll talk about that later. Um, first and foremost, I need to let everyone know that you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal Three Hundred, TikTok and Facebook. Bull Pro, find me on your favorite platform of uh, platform of social media, and we can we can start talking about the Rangers anytime. Yeah, yeah, um, we're gonna skip around the league. We we got a lot of Rangers news to, to well, talk yeah, about today. Yeah, um, just standing wise in the AL West, the Rangers are gonna go uh, into the break up two games, and uh, man, it was tough. It could have been three games because. The Seattle had bases loaded, nobody out the other night against the uh, Astros and managed to to uh, Texas Ranger that thing up and score nothing out mm. of that. And uh, mm. and then Houston came back in the bottom half of the inning and Martin Maldonado hit a home run like the like literally guys. the like the worst hitter that plays every day in baseball got him and that was how <laughs> so. I, I was, uh, it should have been three, but you know, but, uh, uh, I, you know how Ron Washington, he like what, what's happening to the Rangers right now is like Ron Washington. How would he, uh, he described this as just how baseball goes, right? Like, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's, how, just, how, that's just how baseball go. That's right. Yeah. And, and you could tell it today, or I mean, I'm sorry, not today, but yesterday in the nationals game. I mean, the Spores comes in, makes a perfect pitch, gets a little ground ball, and it just dies on the infield grass. Everybody's safe. And what it ends up becoming a big inning. And it just, I mean, everything was going on, has been going awful for them. So uh, the All Star break is here, and it, uh, it is the perfect time for the Rangers because when we just say they've played 36 games in the last 38 days, that's. That is that's brutal, but you know I mean, it is absolutely brutal. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I you know, it, it just, I don't know, man. You know, it, it's a long season. It's it's really odd that you know we're. It, it's hard not to feel the sting of like the last month or month and a half, I guess you'd say, 
where the Rangers haven't been quite the same team that they've been all year long. But as a, as a whole, like what, and I like doing this, uh, I, I, they do this on the Cowboys show that I, that I like. And it's like, if I'd have told you, Bull, or anybody listening, if I'd have told you that the Rangers would be going into the All-Star break as one of the top teams in the American League, and they would be leading the American League West by two games over the Astros, would you have took that? I oh most definitely like I mean I would have taken it uh, if you had just told me that they were within two games of the Astros I would have been feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, real quick, Seattle Second is best. playing better baseball these days mm-hmm. too. So that's a yeah. team to look out for on in the second half of the season. Um, Seattle's yeah. been playing better. They've been getting good pitching performances from all those young guys. So they're scary in that second half. Houston's right on the. Right on the heels, uh, uh, the Angels seem to be the team that has been kind of taking it worse than the Rangers right at the moment, and yeah. uh, and you know uh, no one's taking it worse than Oakland. Well, well Oakland. Well, in on... the last ten, even Oakland's better than the Angels. But um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and the and, Rangers. And number, <laughs> well, and and then just to just to just to bring up you know an interesting little fact here is that. You know, Tampa, Tampa, Texas is the second, has the second best record, or I'm sorry, third now, but third best record in the American League. But Tampa, who's the best, has the best record in the American League, they have the same record as the Rangers over the last 10 games. So it's not, it's just, it's, it is what it is right now, man. You'll you'll take what you can get. uh, Tampa came up, came out to such a hot start. And I mean, just like the Rangers and, you knew it was bound to catch up, and you know, I mean, uh, like like you always say about baseball, you hope that you can get somewhere about ten, fifteen games over five hundred, and then hold on to it. Yeah, and, and yeah. then you end up being a team that wins, you know, ninety two to ninety five games, and you're right there in the playoff hunt whenever uh, things are coming down. When it when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you're within a couple <laughs> of games of that oh. of that of that playoff <laughs> bracket and. You know, that's really all you're trying to do anymore is get into the playoff bracket because, I mean, you know, you're getting that wild card and anything can happen. Well, and I, I like to think of baseball, if you, you're going to almost always, and I'm used, I use the G word, not good, but great. Like, great team, if you can win in the first third and the back third. Like, if you can win in those, those if you win those, those two parts of the season, and if you can just survive – during the what what they call the dog days you just survive the dog days that that middle third of the season and you can you can put together a really good start and then finish strong you have a chance to win the world series every year and i just that's all i had hoped for the rangers and so seeing them struggle right now in the middle part of the season i'm not panicking at all in fact i'm kind of was hoping if they were they were gonna struggle that this would be the time that they were gonna struggle not at the beginning definitely not at the end and you saw on the schedule that this was going to be a time where they were going to struggle between not just the amount that they played over the last 38 days, but the teams that they played. I mean, they had a lot of good teams on that schedule in June and July, and they're going to have good teams coming out of the break. They're going to go right into a series with Cleveland, who I believe is in first place. Um, now, not that they're a 500 team in in first place, but they're still in first place nonetheless. So they've got to win ball games to stay where they're at, and uh, you know, and then they've got you know Tampa Bay behind that. So there's uh, 
there's definitely there's there's definitely good teams coming up as well. So it's not like it gets any easier once uh, once the All Star game's over. But I think they'll have a nice little rest, and then you know they've got consecutive Thursdays off after that. They've got a Monday behind the San Diego series off, so they've got ample days off to get the rotation right and get the rotation the the rest that it needs in the second half. and And we'll just kind of see how much. Uh, Bochi tightens up the ship as as we get down the stretch, and and we'll see what CY brings here to um, to to you know keep that thing uh, on the path that it's on in the first half. So you know, there's moves that need to be made. There's different ways that uh, you know we're going to probably see a different team in the second half as far as how it's managed and days off are going to be uh, used differently, and and probably probably a little bit of the same on how he's used them in the past. So. Um, you know, um, I look forward to seeing how Bochi uh, runs the, runs this thing down the stretch. Yeah, and, and finally, like just to kind of close the chapter on this portion of the show, I I and I'm a stats guy by by fall by nature, but like I say, the Rangers have about 20 more games where they can kind of tread water or struggle, and once they come out of that 20 game stretch, like to me, that's the point at which all right, like, it doesn't matter, like, how you feel. It doesn't tired. Like, none of that matters anymore. Like, it's time to, like, start a downhill roll towards the playoffs Whoa. if you're going to make any – because that will put you in that last third of the season. So, I feel like the Rangers, like, they've, they've got a little room here over the next uh, – over the next maybe – maybe the next two-thirds of the month, like, towards the end of – but towards the end of this next month, it's – it's going to be – they're going to have to really start to put stuff together in, in playoff run. Well, and you'll start to see in the next couple of weeks the um, the shakedown of the, uh, the the trade market, and we'll, we'll definitely see guys come in here that are going to help this thing, um, not just in the bullpen, but probably in the rotation as well. Yeah, I, I agree. So so I say, I say come August, you know um, – it's time to really, like, and again, that that's a, that doesn't mean that the games in July don't matter. None of that's not what I'm no, saying. No, no, no. I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. You're treading water right now while you're playing good teams. You've got some good teams coming up, but once you get to August and the White Sox come to town, and you've got a stretch with the White Sox, the Marlins, the A's, the Giants, the Angels, Milwaukee, Arizona, you got to be playing your best ball again and start winning some of these series and start uh, or start padding that lead at the uh, top. Yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. So you want to jump off this and talk about the yeah, let's talk about pick? Well, I was going to say let's talk about something a little bit more upbeat. And uh, before we talk mm-hmm. about uh, who the t- Rangers took at first base, I wanted to let everybody know that uh, who missed it, but I doubt anyone did, uh, that uh, Dallas Garcia has been added to the starting lineup for the American League. We hadn't talked about that uh, nope. prior to us being on the air the last time, so I wanted to mention that. And uh, that brings the Rangers total to five starters in the All-Star game. And uh, <laughs> it's just kind of been a year where the their guys have, have, have really just, I mean – most of them deserved. I think Young would have probably gotten a reserve spot had he not won the the uh, the voting. Um, you know, who knows? But I, I think most everybody deserves their spot, and they even had a couple of guys that I think deserved a spot that didn't get a spot. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
just a, a historic season in terms of um, individual player uh, performance in the first half. That That's the best and, way to put it because they've never had this many All-Stars at one time. And uh, and John King was optioned back to mm. AAA whenever Andrew Heaney came off of the paternity list on Friday. Just a couple Ooh. of quick things, quick notes from the weekend that we hadn't talked about. And mm-hmm. uh, now we can we can move into oh I don't know do you want to talk about the draft pick or do you wanna do you want to do a commercial real quick which what what you got um I mean I'm 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 good with uh, talking about the uh, let's do the commercial and then we'll talk about it afterwards all right so Friday July twenty eighth we've talked about it every every day since uh, Monday May what like twenty eighth or ninth, whatever day that was. So we've mm-hmm. been talking about it every day. Every day we come on here. Um, Def Rough Entertainment, Texas Rough House Wrestling are coming together with Matt War Pro to bring you Ultraviolet Dreamers at the mm-hmm. Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas. It's going to be a big show. There's uh, several big matches um, I know, I know, I've got a big match versus Avon Axel. Um, we're also we've got Damo McCullough versus Angel Camacho. The uh, Camacho, the other Camacho siblings will be in a uh, um, um, intergender Inter- match, an intergender eight-person tag match. So it's got uh, 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 Corvis and. And our kid, it's got uh, Morgan Mercy and Chris Morrison, and then mm. you've got Izzy James and his tag partner. That's eluding my name, or uh, his name is eluding me right at the moment. But we're Hasn't we're going to survive. <laughs> you know, it happens to me occasionally. You know, you know, I have spent the last twenty three years of my life beating myself up, so. I'm I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt and uh we're going to we're going to move on from that and let everybody know that not only will we be having the wrestling but, oh, here we but go. our good friends from Kelly's mm. Onion Burgers will be out back smashing hamburger patties and onions mm. together mm. in the most delicious way possible our our mm. good friends Starry Ice Cream is going to be out and they're going to have their their ice cream and get you some of that ice cream because it's you know, you know it'll probably be 102 mm. that day probably 102 or so something like that so it'll be nice and warm so you're going to want some of that ice cream and uh after you you to wash that ice cream and that burger down walk on back to the back yeah. there tell those guys at Martin House hey 21 years Stop. old this is my id give me some of them brewskis and those i mean probably hand you four or five i have no idea how it works i don't have to i can just walk up and take them out of the cooler no one says anything to me i don't, I don't know how it works for oh. everyone else but yeah. but anyways but anyways bring yourself out Southside preservation hall it's going to be a big time matt war pro bell time 7 p.m so make sure you're there before 7 30 mm, man yeah, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good old time. Really looking forward to it. We had a blast last time, and we are going to have a blast again. Interesting fact: we are my church is looking for a uh, 
we we're looking at a property right over there on the south side, literally right down the street from the preservation hall. So it's, lots going on on the south side for the. For it's the a podcast. it's an up and comer. It's an up and comer yep. over there. Yep, got to spend half a year yeah. over there with the your so. your wife's your wife's parents <laughs> got in at the right time back in the eighties or whatever they got in over there on that right. You got place. that right. You got that right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about um, this draft pick. The the I, I keep wanting to say Dallas Mavericks for some reason. The Texas Rangers, Rangers. draft <laughs> draft Wyatt Langford, who was who was actually I think he was the second guy that we previewed on the down on the farm. He, he was down yeah. Walker, I think Walker Walker Jenkins, and then the first we, guy. and we previewed Wyatt Langford, and we previewed Max Clark. We previewed Chase Dollander, and uh, we never previewed uh, Skeens. And why? Why would um, we? Yeah, they were. We, I, we knew they were going to be gone. But you know, like God bless the media, right? Because everybody yeah. today uh, had the idea that Cruz was like no one was going to pay Cruz, and that he could be there at four when the Rangers pick. But the Rangers, if they would have taken Cruz, probably would have had to pay above slot they don't have a whole lot of money to cover the draft that they have in the first place so um you know if Wyatt Langford's much over slot it's going to be a rough time trying to get everybody in after Wyatt Langford you may see them take some talent that you didn't think that they would take in the fourth fifth and sixth rounds but Wyatt Langford was the guy that I hoped would fall to the Rangers I I really didn't think that he would I thought that they were going to have their choice of Max Clark and and Walker Jenkins but uh, the minute that I heard uh, Max Clark, number three overall to Detroit, I was like, oh, man, that's great. That Wyatt Langford's going to fall here. And, you know, um, the one thing that I kept hearing over last night when I was watching the draft and reading about him on, uh, on social media was that Tim Corbin, who's the Vanderbilt manager, and you know the okay. kind of program that Vanderbilt is. Right, it's just right. A we machine. got two. There's they, two of the guys they, that are on our top prospects. Are right, and and they're running. They're running to a regional every year, most of the time a super regional, if not the the World Series. And he said that Wyatt Langford was the closest thing that the SEC had to a Mike Trout, and that's a pretty wow. big comp right there. And yeah. I mean, when you yeah. think about the idea of where the Rangers could be in a couple of years with with Leody Tavares, um, uh, Evan Carter, um, Aaron Zavala, and Wyatt Langford, you're like starting to look at this and being like, man, in like 2025, this could be a, a, a young, stacked outfield. Because honestly, if Evan Carter would have went to Duke, you might have been talking about him as one of the guys that was going first overall tonight in the draft. Yeah, well, I mean, other, that's did, how much he's improved. Uh, did you bring up the hottest prospect in the entire organization as well, uh, Sebastian Walcott? Well, I mean, I mean, he's going to be in the plans here. I mean, at yeah, some point, you're, you're talking. I mean, he may he may be sent to North Carolina any minute right now. Well, I and, mean, and that's how good thing. he's I, been. Like, and you talk about that complex team. If Wyatt Langford's in that complex lineup with Sebastian <laughs> Walcott. Uh, yeah. That's some, yeah. that's, that's some crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and this is the deal. Like I know that, I know that ideally when you draft a guy at 16 years old, it, you, you think, oh, well, you know, it's going to be a while, but um, 
with Sebastian, it's just a matter of like, when, when does the, when does the learning curve start? Because right it's, now it, it hasn't started yet. It's going to get he's on been, us. It's going to get on us quick with him. Cause he's, yeah. he's built like a major leaguer. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. got, he's got that big build and he looks, he looks comfortable swinging a bat. And I mean, you know, uh, real quick back to Wyatt Langford in a couple of seasons with Florida because he didn't play his sophomore season, or I mean his uh, freshman season. He uh, he didn't start until his sophomore season, basically with Florida. He only had a handful of bats in his freshman season. He had forty-seven home runs in the two years, and he scored a hundred and fifty-six runs. Ooh. And and his senior year this last year, he he had a. A, a, a 1.282, so a 1,282 ops with a 784 slug and a 498 on base percentage. And he also walked more than he struck out this year for the first time in his career. And uh, he, I mean, he's his numbers are pretty fantastic, pretty much from like his summer league with the Charlottesville Tomcats of the Valley Baseball League all the way through this last season with the uh, Gators. Uh, who played in the championship game or the championship series with LSU. And, I mean, he he starred in that thing. He might not have – they might not have won the championship, but he had he had some really, really big moments in that in that uh, College World Series and, and not just the College World Series, but the regionals, the super regionals, the SEC tournament. So, you know, he's a, he's a big-time star, and the Rangers have got something pretty special with this kid. Man, yeah, you got me fired up, and you know, uh, it was funny. Like somehow in the media, had people believing that Schemes wasn't going to go first, and I'm like, the dude was throwing 102 in the sixth inning a few days ago. Like, well, and and like the idea that like somehow <laughs> Wyatt Wyatt Lang, Wyatt Wyatt Langford or Max Clark was going to work their way in front of both Schemes and, but it was more like the idea that uh, the Pirates who are uh, a notoriously cheap organization mm-hmm. would take the high school. That, I think that was the story that they were selling was more the like the pirates and the tigers. And I think the tigers really did cheap out because I think that like Max Clark is going to be cheaper to sign than Wyatt Langford, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I mean, we may look at it here in a couple of days and Max Clark got 2 million more dollars <laughs> than Wyatt Langford. Yeah. So I don't want to say, I, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy that he fell to the Rangers. I would have been happy. Those top five picks were all pretty solid. And um, Jack Wilson's kid went right after um, uh, the the kid from North Carolina, Walker Jenkins. So uh, we previewed him as well. I think that's probably yep. why I yep. said him. But, but anyways, we can move on if you want. Or I could keep gushing yeah. about him and tell you all the notes that – I've got here on him that we were probably going to save for the down on the farm show when we do that. Let's hold off uh, to the, till we get to our down on the farm show. Cause there, we're, there, we're going to have a lot to talk about with this draft. Right. Cause uh, yeah, I wanted to wait until the full draft was over before we do that. Yep. So for anybody that was wondering why we don't have one up just yet, that is why I want the Rangers to be able to draft today and then we'll go from there. Yep. So let's jump into these, uh, from over the weekend, um, not not pretty, you know. I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be, so we we spoke that it wasn't going to be pretty at the beginning of the show. Well, uh, the Rangers started off the weekend pretty good, or started the weekend off pretty good, though. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't an over. They didn't get swept. They didn't go to Washington and get swept. They had a a nice game from Cody Bradford to get his first win of his career, and uh, you know they scored some runs and they looked like the Rangers kind of old because they were getting uh, hits with runners in scoring position. They had a couple of those and. Um, you know, you started thinking, oh, okay, this thing's back on track, and they got some solo home runs from C- Seager and Garcia. Mm-hmm. And you're you're looking at it like, okay, the Rangers are going to look good through this series. And, you know, taken away from it, everybody had a couple of hits or a hit at least in the lineup besides Tavares. And if anybody could have a night where he didn't get a hit, it's, it's Tavares because he seemed to have been, you know, producing almost every night for the thing. And uh, they had 10 hits and – um, they scored seven runs and, you know, things started off good with a, a Seager double and um, they got a base hit from, I want to say uh, they had a, a base hit from Young that scored a couple, right? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to the, I'm getting to the box score right now. I guess for me, the big highlight was, was Cody. Bradford oh, okay. Because- they, they had the ground out from Garcia first and then uh, Young, Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Heim singled to to score that run, that second run. So that's how they got the first two. Um, somehow this weekend uh, they turned Joey Manessas into Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he dude had, like had five homers. He man. had two home runs coming into the series, and he left the left the series with five home runs. So I mean, that's crazy. To, uh, how are they going to get that guy right? You know, I mean, he struggled so bad, but. Um, you know, they had a couple of more where uh, they had a, a, a single from Young in the fifth that scored both Lowe and Garcia. Uh, Manessas hit that second home run in the bottom of the sixth to pull the um, Nationals within two. But uh, Seager and Garcia got those run that run back in the bottom half. And then uh, they added a, a Ezekiel Duran. Uh, sacrifice fly in the eighth to, to win that thing seven to two. And I thought Bradford was pretty good. Um, not, not a lot of complaints about his outing. Um, uh, maybe, maybe could have grabbed him one more inning, but not to be um, his, he had what, like eight strikeouts the last time he was out on the Hill. And, and, and yeah. on Friday night, he only had the one. But not, you know, I mean, sometimes pitching to contact works for some guys. Uh, Otto did come in and give up a, like, 685-foot home run to uh, <laughs> Otto. But then he ended up striking out the side to end that thing. And, and uh, in two innings of work, had four strikeouts. And just the one run that he gave up. Uh, and, and then Chapman, a clean inning. And Will Smith, a clean inning. So uh, good good work from the bullpen. Good work from Cody Bradford. The pitching was good on Friday night. Um, and that's probably going to be the last time we say that mm. on this show. Yeah. 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 yeah we're probably well, not going to talk much more about good pitching after Friday night. No, because once we got to Saturday – it, it 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 seems like it's the same thing with the Rangers. It's like um, the pitching. Uh, first of all, though, before we go any further, the home. You know, you have the home run hats now. Yeah. The Nationals. The Nationals. It's ridiculous, the, the home right? Run, the, the home yeah, run it's, wig. It's ridiculous. The powdered <laughs> wig. I love it. Yeah, like uh, it's 
I think it fits. Because it, it's, it's Washington, you know. It's, it's like, better the... than it's better than most. It's better than most. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's trying to mimic like you know the wigs they used to wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um, uh, the, back in the back in the colonial those, or whatever. Those powdered white wigs that the guys wore <laughs> to make them look so sexy back in the day. I bet the women just. The women oh, couldn't resist dudes that were wearing a powdered white wig in the back of the day, right? I mean, there is no oh, doubt, right? Like with the with the roller with the roller all curls. Of, all of the all of the beautiful women love a powdered white wig. I think we should try and like I'm I'm good on the good on the nationals trying to bring that look back. I um, wooden teeth yeah. is next. <laughs> wooden teeth, yeah. That was um that was probably the the i don't know i just it it just it is what it is it was well, funny but well but hell yeah, I, we got wanna... to see it enough on saturday to jeez yeah well seven okay, home so... or uh, three home runs that was well not pretty it seems like the rangers have the same formula for when they win and the same formula when they lose so a lot of times when they lose the other team gets up big and then the rangers they're not a big comeback team even though they score runs late a lot they're not like i haven't they don't they didn't they haven't had a lot of comeback wins this year. if they do it it's in the, any, in the middle innings yeah but like but like getting down seven just right off the bat uh was is just not good for this team um so i i think that was probably like obviously a uh not a good thing andrew heaney probably should have just stayed with his baby uh and hung out with the hung out with the missus but you know, I, I will say, Grant Anderson came in and he did took did four innings, and um, I can't yeah, complain Anderson, about that. Anderson was good. Burke was good. Um, Heaney, I mean, you know, struggled, came back. You know, if well, twins, and, you probably don't sleep a ton while you're at the house. But um, isn't this and, Andrew Heaney? Like, isn't this kind of him? He has like three, like really, really good starts. You're like, man, why is he not a number two or a number three? And then, and he, then he goes and out like, oh, and has okay. a three-inning, eight-inning, seven-earned. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it. He didn't get any He's help from his defense either the other night. That, that, that little league home run that they gave up in the third oh, or whatever. Man. Yeah, it was oh, ugly. Man. It was ugly. Oh. The, whole, the whole damn thing was ugly. Josh Young, the only real uh, highlight of the game, having a couple of home runs and yeah. Um, but other that, than that, he's done that a couple times this year, hasn't he? Had like a really good game when the team played terrible. I want to say uh, that well, happened like a, happened again earlier in the season where he had just one of his career best games, and the Rangers lost pretty yeah, well, ball game. Uh, it seems like you know that happens a lot of times. You know, you, you're like, man, why you got to? Why is everybody got else got to be like this when I got my good stuff? You know? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it was it wasn't pretty. They had their they had their chances. They had some hits, but they couldn't put you know put anything together really, and. Uh, um, you know, it's one of those games that we were laughing and joking. Maybe this thing will get rained out and they got to play two tomorrow. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know if they pick it back yeah. up from where they start, where they started at, because if that's the case, then let, let's get What's this shit point? over, you know? Yeah. yeah let's, let's get this over with. But, but yeah, Saturday wasn't a beautiful thing. And, and, you know, you, no. you kind of believe like watching the season that Heaney is going to bounce back. And he's going to have some time to spend with his kids this time, and hopefully he can get a bullpen in this time instead of uh, um, just throwing twins around. Is that how you do it? Do you throw them around? Is that what? 
Is that what you do? Oh, man, I wasn't expecting that. I had I had a take, and I can't remember what it was because I, I think the Rangers, man, okay, the one thing we learned about this team all year, and, and again, I just think they, they, they have heart, pride. Um, I just cannot see them accepting. They know what we know, that they hadn't played well over the last month and that they need to really come back uh, with a vengeance out of the all-star break. They know it. We know it. Um, I think that they're going to do that. And I, I don't think we have to worry too much about the integrity of this team. Um, you know, I, I, I don't in, – in this series probably, you know, was not pretty. We caught a really bad team, and we caught them at a time where they were still – like got, just got swept. And, it and almost their pride like was, was on gonna, the line too. Right. They they needed this probably as much as we did. You know, one thing, I, I gave their Nationals a lot of crap about their jerseys, so I didn't really like them. But when I saw them up close, I didn't realize that they had those little flower patterns all over Yeah, them. it was the wash, the I, I, the apple blossoms for Washington mm-hmm. because that's like something they're really known for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, I tried to I think explain that to you, but it doesn't translate well on text, I guess. No, but but also they 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 get they captured the spirit of Washington D.C. with their home run wig more than they did with those city connections. I'm going to say that right the now. Apple blossoms. Well, I, I didn't hate them. <laughs> At least they didn't wear those ugly gray colored uniforms with the pants too. They okay, they wore the they pants? wore yeah. they wore white or, pants or maybe or, off or, pink. Or rose, rose colored. Yeah. But, no, rose I think they were pants. white. I think they were white. They were. <laughs> it still looks better than the 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 lady softball uh, high school uniforms that the Rangers are wearing on Friday nights. Yeah. Well. Um. Real quick, we we brought up the draft. Um. You know, coming up here, uh, in a day or so, probably once we get a full rundown of this MLB draft. Um. If you like our show. We are going to uh, all the picks that the Rangers made, and we'll also give you another update. I don't know if we dropped the second. Did we drop that? We dropped our second. Yeah, we did. Uh, oh yeah, it. yeah. And so I we, and I gave we'll it away also... for free for an hour. So uh, an hour, you know, okay. I, and and don't think, guys, that I don't know how many people listen to the show. So if, if you if you think that I'm talking to you, that you listen to both of these shows, and uh, you know, give us. Give us a little time on the on the on the dollar ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Get, come 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 over come over and and check some content uh, for for uh, for for a month and see what you think. But if you like our show and you want more, uh, just subscribe. Down on the farm with the boys. This is our exclusive uh, content. We're going to cover all things minor league. We're going to cover this draft. We're also going to get you updated uh, on the latest, especially with Sebastian Walcott. Uh, we do box scores, transactions, call-ups, send-downs, hot takes, uh, predictions. We do top 40 lists. We just finished our top 40 prospect list for the second time. Um, Which we'll have to do again on... now because we just yeah. drafted. Like, he's probably <laughs> number two. Like, I mean, <laughs> unless Walcott passes him in the next couple of weeks. Which wouldn't surprise me. But for $1.99 a month, you can make this podcast, our podcast, your one-stop shop, all things Rangers, organization-wide Go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, and subscribe today. All so, one word. There it is. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh, let's close out this let's close out this series. Let's close out this first half. Let's close out this podcast. 
for the for the day right. and uh, talk about what what on Sunday uh, the Rangers had their grays on. I haven't well, seen the grays, uh, the road grays, in a while. Yeah, well, they're they're always running. It was it was tough to wear the grays the last couple of days with the home team wearing grays. Right, right. I, I believe they did wear them one time in Boston. Those blues. I yeah, think they, they might have wore them one the day in Boston, like the middle game okay. of that Boston game. Um, Dunning was pretty stout for four innings. He kind of ran into mm-hmm. a little bit of trouble. Um, maybe uh, the sixth, maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't know. He, he got a couple of outs. Things just didn't go his way a little bit in that sixth. And when they brought Spores in, Spores didn't have a whole lot of answers. But like I said, I mean, Spores made the pitch to get out of that thing. You know, it just didn't happen. It, it, I mean, he made a great mm-hmm. pitch, got a little ground ball on the infield. Um, neither Lowe nor Simeon really had a play on it. And that's kind of the way baseball's been going for the Rangers lately. And, uh, you know, you, you, you hate to see it. And you, you'd love to have seen them get him get through those six innings and spores could bail him out of that and go back out for a seventh, but it didn't happen. It wanted to be this week and you know, spores. I think nobody needs the, uh, the all-star break as much as uh, spores does right now, because, you know, he's one of those guys that you don't want to see him lose it. And the last time he kind of had a little run like this, he came back and he gave him 15, 16 innings of scoreless baseball. So you'd love to mm-hmm. see uh, spores get back on a stretch like that when we come back from the all-star break. And I think Dunning also, he could use those extra couple of days that he's going to get in the rotation when they come back from, uh, when they come back from the all-star break. Uh, so, you know, those guys, they're, they're definitely in need of a break. And I think the whole team really is. And, you know, they got a lot of guys go into the game and a lot of guys that are going to have to play, you know, like we said, five starters. And, you know, Valdi's probably going to pitch somewhere in the first or second inning first second third inning something like that so you know everybody's going to play for the rangers in this all-star game and and they're all going to probably play you know four innings or so so um you know look forward to that on tuesday and wouldn't be shocked if the the rangers probably broke out of their stuff for the all-star game and all of a sudden you're like where were those hits with runners in scoring position the last three weeks jerks Mm -hmm. yeah but uh uh you know it is what it is and uh you know tonight we got the uh, home run derby huh yeah, yeah. Well, well, real quick too. Um, last two games for the Rangers, and again, this is it. This is not what they have been all season. But one for fourteen with runners in scoring position. Those last two games. So, if they start getting some of those runs across, those games are a little bit more competitive. Absolutely. Who knows? Who knows? They had so, nine. They had nine at bats today with runners in scoring position. I mean, they, it very easily could have been. You know, they could have very easily scored six, seven, eight extra runs and mm-hmm. and, and been right in that thing. So, you know, and, and the clerk's been really good since he's come back off of the DL, too. I wanted to get put him over because he's uh, he's been a little yeah. bit better since the, the DL. And, and they need that because what did we just talk about, like, uh, the other day that, like, this is a guy that they thought was going to be one of their top three relievers this year. So you really yeah. need that. Yeah. Didn't see this coming for for Leclerc. I don't think. I mean, we've seen him have some struggles, yeah. but, uh, but also I, I we didn't, didn't expect him to be this this tough. We also didn't not see it coming either. You know, like yeah, we weren't shocked. Yeah, no. I mean, that's not really shocking. No. Um, well, let's do this quick preview. This home run. But so, hey, let's be real honest though. Fifty-two and thirty-nine is pretty good at the break. Yeah. 
No, no, I have zero complaints about the Rangers right now. Zero. Absolutely. I'm like I'm I'm happy about every jersey and hat and t-shirt purchase and anything I've wise and every game I've been to from minor leagues to to the big league squad. I've zero regrets for supporting this team this and again, just like any good relationship, man, you got to be there for the ups and the downs. And we're going to stick with this team all year long because we love them. We loved them when they weren't any good. So we're not going anywhere now. No, man, I watched 162 ball games last year. I'm not going to like not watch them yeah. now because like you, you said the other night, the other day, you told me you were nervous. This team makes you nervous. And I'm like, like, that's what a good baseball team does. They make you nervous and you're nervous about everything and you're into every pitch and everything they do. You're, you're ready to cuss them or scream for them or whatever the case may be. But in this all-star game, man, I mean, this uh, home run derby, there's some, there's some mashers in there and some guys that said no, but uh, uh, Louis Robert and uh, Adley Rushman in the first round, uh, the one eight seed, the two seven seed is uh, Pete Alfonso and uh, Julio Rodriguez. The three six seed is Mookie Betts and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And the four five seed is uh, Adolis Garcia and Randy Arozarena. And, uh, you know, those guys are going to hit a ton of home runs tonight out there in, the, uh, in Seattle. I know uh, Seattle's a big ballpark, but you know, them, them parks can't hold these boys. No, these guys are tape measure, tape measure Mashers. home run hitters, man. Yeah, let, let, me, let me tell you, and I think, I think, and I think we both had uh, Adalis for, uh, for the win, and I think his road is, is actually not too bad. So yeah, Rosa Rosarina in the first round. Yep, and then he, he yep. would be against the winner of Robert and Rushman. Yep, yep. And yep. and then you got to believe that's four. That, that's three out of four Cuban players right there, isn't it? That is three out of four Cuban players. Yep, yep. And then you've okay. got uh, Pete Alonso, Mookie Betts, Julio Rodriguez, and Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, I'll be interested to see side. how Mookie, see how Mookie Betts does in this. I've never really seen him do like, he doesn't ever. He always seemed to me like a line drive guy, not a home run hitter. So I'll be interested to see what the how he does, you know, going for homers more than well, because you know, a lot of times he's he's hitting those opposite field screamers. Uh, I feel like he's. I feel like he's such a good hitter that I don't think that's going to be a big issue for him. No, I, I think you're. I think you're 100 correct, and that's I'm what still I'm still on. My, I'm still on my Adolis Garcia until somebody proves it otherwise. And you yeah. know, for all for all I know about it, I'm a homer, so it could be a Rosarina. But you know, I, I like his chances. He likes to smash, so you know, the bees will be out there. Tony Beasley will be throwing for him, so that'll be fun. Ah, but, well, and and also too, like like I'm if if Adolis doesn't win it, I'm I'm rooting for. A Rosarina then, like, yeah. No, whoever uh, wins out of that too is going to be who I'm rooting for. I got I got no dog in the race after Dallas is out, so I want him to be all the way to the end. So I watch the same. whole thing. Same, same. So let's rock well, out of here, huh? Yeah, let's get out of here. We got no games to preview just yet, so we'll get uh we'll we'll get back with you guys tomorrow. I think we'll, tomorrow we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna give out our first first half uh first half awards like and preview the. Picture, yeah, rookie of the year, <laughs> which will be and we'll easy. Uh, and we'll preview the uh, we'll preview the All Star game tomorrow. 
yeah, talk a little bit about that. So, all right, man. Well, you got anything else to say before we jet out of here? No, man. Have fun with this uh, with this home run derby tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate sticking with us for the entire first half of the season, which is the first our first half as a podcast. So we really appreciate all your listener support, all of you subscribers who subscribe to our exclusive content. We really appreciate. We'll be back tomorrow with a uh, with our first uh, awards and uh, just our prediction or our uh, preview of the All Star Game. Don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Raiders WTV. Don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content, Down on the Farm with the Boys. And for now, this is Texas Rangers with the Boys signing out.